0: yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on? Good people. Pastor LaMarcus here with another episode of On Your Mark. Man, I'm so excited to be coming to you today as we continue to talk about faith and faith that moves mountains. Man, listen, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, uh, man, be sure to like, share, subscribe, write a review, let everybody know uh, so that they might benefit as well. Uh, As we get ready to go into this podcast today, man, uh, a couple things I want to Uh, really lay out we've been talking about what faith really looks like you know we can't get into the feeling and and what we see and what's going on around us no no what did god say we got to hold on to his word we open up talking about the importance of understanding faith is not having every obstacle moved out of our way faith is trusting god despite the obstacles that we see whatever they may be whether they whether they be personal whether they be physical whether they be Uh, Things or people against us, whatever it is, faith is that thing will move and not in the sense that it gets out of the way, but it will move in the sense that it does not hinder us. We get to the other side uh, and we look back and people say how in the world did you do it it was because of god i had faith in god and because of my faith in god i was able to overcome even through the mountain through the obstacles over the uh the disability or the distraction whatever the situation may be so man i want to continue in in, uh, our discussion on uh, mountain movers faith that moves mountains faith in god that moves mountains and again uh, it's not necessarily the mountains we see, but, but I, I want us to really think more of, of the mountains as the mountain that's within me. Not, not necessarily the fact, fe- the mountain I see, but the mountain that's in me. That's the thing that holds us up. That's the thing that slows us down. We, we see something and then our, our, Insecurities, our uh, fear, our anger, our sadness, our history, what we've gone through before makes us change our mind about what God said. So then, really, the obstacle becomes less about what's out in front of us because God is able. So the obstacle becomes less about what's out in front of us and more about what's on the inside of us. And that's why we have to build ourselves up, as the Bible says, on our most holy faith. Man, we got to trust the Lord. We got to make sure that we stay. With him, So the real mountain really is our ability and willingness to trust God, no matter what we see that that's the real mountain. It's, it, it, it speaks to uh, our ability and faith is faith is our willingness or excuse me, faith is our unwillingness to change our mind from what God said. I know what it looked like. But I know what God said. Uh, well, uh, originally it looks like this and, and things were moving in this direction, but things have completely changed. The economy has completely flipped upside down and the, the housing market is completely gone crazy. The interest rates are skyrocketing. So I know what it looked like at first, but now we're, uh, 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 no, 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 no. I'm not faith is i am unwilling to negotiate i am unwilling to change my mind i am unwilling to detract from what from my movement and from my my direction because this is what god said and because this is what god said i'm not going to change my mind i'm going i'm moving forward so so we got to remember we got to remember the mountain then in that instance the, the difficulty the obstacle that mountain actually becomes a monument. It becomes the thing that helps us remember all that God has done. It's the mount that becomes the monument uh, to show how monumental God is in our life. He brought us through despite the bad economy, despite Everything going haywire despite this political climate. God is still able. He still did it. I'm telling you, man, that is huge. So we got to make sure uh, that we keep our eyes focused on God. We look at what God said despite what's in front of us. That's how that mountain then becomes such a monument to Him. So Faith, faith is holding on to God uh, and, and his word, despite the setback, despite the setups, despite the distractions, despite the disabilities, No, God said it and I am moving in that direction and I am holding on to my faith. So remember uh, the, the practical step one that we talked about uh, after we laid out this idea of faith in, in our first podcast on Mountain Movers. The second podcast, we gave you kind of the practical step one. And in that practical step one, we said, we don't go on what we see, we go on what God said. We don't go on what we see, we go on what God said. That is so important because the things we see might be shifty. The things we see might be shaking, might be shaky. The things we see might be huge, gigantic, large, giant in front of us. We might see some things that will make us uh, think differently. So we can't go on what we see. We have to be strict on ourselves and go back to what God, no, 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 no. What did God say? What did God say? That's what I'm going on. Not what we see, what God said. So, so today uh, I want to give us kind of a practical step to, uh, the next thing that we need to do in this fight of faith to maintain our most holy faith, to hold on to our faith. What, what, what do we do? Well, I want to, I want to submit this to you, adopt the right posture, adopt the right posture in the situation. I I recall a story I was reading about Nelson Mandela. I believe, I believe, I can't remember the book. I don't know if it was his uh, biography. I can't remember exactly what it was, but the story goes that Nelson Mandela was flying, and and in the flight, I think it was a smaller flight. um, He was in a flight, and and something went on with the plane. I mean, the plane starts shaking violently and and things are are obviously not okay and he can he can see it's a smaller smaller flight so he can see the pilot and the co-pilot up there um kind of panicking and trying to get things together trying to get things figured out and uh nelson mandela had some uh people that was riding with him and and the whole time the, the story goes that nelson mandela was relaxed and he was calm while you know, the pilot and the co-pilot were, were working hard trying to try and stabilize the plane and get things under control. Uh, but Nelson Mandela, I, I think if I'm recalling correctly, I think he was reading something and and he never looked up from the paper or the book he was reading. He just kept his head down. He was nice. He was smooth. He was calm. And and, and once the the pilots got everything under control and they landed the plane, one of uh, Nelson uh, Mandela's, uh, uh, one of the people that were with him came up to him and was like, man, man, I, I was terrified. Uh, when the plane went through that, did were you not aware? Did you not recognize everything that was going on? and Nelson Mandela said, yeah, I was terrified too, man. I was, I was so afraid. I was worried. I had all those emotions. And the guy was like, are you kidding me? He said, I, I couldn't tell you had any of those emotions going on. How is it that, that, you know, everybody else was panicking and look, and, and you were, and, and Nelson Mandela turned to me and he said, well, me panicking in that situation wasn't going to help the situation. He said the, the pilots were doing everything that they could to try and stabilize the situation and get the plane under control. If I lose it, then you lose it. And if you lose it then everybody else around us lose it. And if they lose it, it, it adds more stress and strain to the pilots and they're not able to do their job. So so I just tried to maintain my calm and my cool, even though I was losing it on the inside. And and what was funny was the guy was like, well, man, I, I was worried And I was afraid, but when I looked at you and you were calm, I just maintained my calm. And and I think that is such a wonderful idea, such a wonderful insight on how we need to adopt the right posture when we adopt the right it doesn't mean that you don't have the feelings on the inside it doesn't mean that that you're not worried about the out it doesn't mean that what it means is you've made your mind up that you are going to respond a certain way and by responding that certain way you actually hasten the time you you make it faster to where things work out they're gonna work out one way or the other and you panicking in that situation is certainly not going to make it work out better. Uh, I think that was just a fantastic illustration from Nelson Mandela on how adopting the right posture can can be so powerful and and so vivid uh, for those around us. And we see this, man. This is so cool. We see this with Jesus on the boat. You remember Jesus? He's on the boat with his disciples and He's telling them after he had been ministering and working and he says, look, man, let's 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 hop in this boat and let's head over to the other side. I got Some stuff I got to take care of over there. Let's get in this boat. Let's go over to the other side. And the Bible records that that they got in the boat and they were heading to the other side. Mark, chapter four, verse 38, a, the first part of the verse in, in verse 38 and, and Mark, chapter four, says this. Jesus was in the stern of the ship asleep on a cushion. Some translations say he was sleep on the pillow jesus was in the stern of the boat sleep now now it's interesting because because the bible is giving us what jesus is doing but if you back up a little bit you notice a couple things the bible says that as they left and they were heading to the other side a furious squall comes up i mean a, a big time storm and so much so that the wind is, is pushing the ship and the waves are overtaking the ship and is battering the ship and is coming in and the winds and the waves are against them and flowing into the ship so much so that they thought they were drowning. They thought they were about to go under. The water had gotten so much into the boat that these experienced fishermen were losing it. We're, we can't maintain this the way it's going. We're, we, we can't handle it. So the Bible says that they yelled out and called out for Jesus who watched this was asleep in the stern. Now, now we need to, we need to, to explore that for a minute because, because what did, what did Jesus say before they got into the boat? Let us go over to the other side. Let us go over to the other side. And, and I think there's a very powerful message, a very powerful lesson here that, that we need to, to grab a hold to because in the in-between, (laughs) in the in-between, there may be some things that look different on the way than they did before we started out in the in-between. In other words, between leaving and getting to the other side, things may not look the way they look right now. And, and, and the in the in-between between you you applying for that job and getting that job, in the in-between before while you're going from having debt to being debt-free, in the in-between while while you're trying to raise those children, in the in-between, while you're trying to have and you're working towards a good marriage. Uh, and, and the in the in-between, when when you when you walk down the aisle and say, I do, versus making it to that first year, that that second year, that fifth year, that ten year. In the in-between, there may be some things that transpire. And I think it's important for us to understand we can't rely on what it looked like on day one to look that same way on day three, 10, 15, 20, 100, whatever it might be, and think that it's always going to look that way. But while we're trying to get to where we're going, there may be some things that come up that change what we see in the in-between. But no matter what we see, no matter what we see, we cannot allow that. To change our mind from what god said remember before they even got in the boat jesus said let us go over to the other side so so within that when 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 the vision changes and and when i say vision here i don't mean the vision from what god gave you that's not that's not what i mean what i mean is what you see from your eyes Because the vision God gives us and what we see from our eyes are always going to be in stark contrast to one another until we actually walk through that to get to what God said. Let me say that one more time. The vision we see with our eyes and the vision that God placed in our hearts are always going to be in stark contrast to each other until we get through what we see to the other side to get to what God said. And the reason that's so important is we have to know and understand the enemy is going to put everything he can in our field of vision. So we change our mind about the vision God placed in our heart. The enemy is going to use your field of vision to change your mind about the vision that God gave you. So you never get to the place to where you rest in the provision that he has while you own your way through the vision. The enemy gives to the vision that God said. I know that's a lot of visions, but you need to follow me. God is up to something spectacular. And he didn't change his mind about the spectacular thing he's up to because you saw something different in the meantime. It's in the meantime we have to be so careful. So I wanna to suggest to us that while we're in the meantime, remember, we don't go on what we see, we go on what God said. We don't go on what comes into our field of vision, we go towards what the, the towards the actual vision God placed in our heart. So, So in order to do that, I wanna to suggest to you today, practically speaking now what we need to do is adopt the right posture we need to adopt the right posture what is the right posture when i'm upset what's the right posture when i'm scared what's the right posture when i'm mad or i'm sad what is the right posture may i suggest to you that it is the posture of your leader It is the posture of your Savior. It is the posture of God. It is the posture of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is showing us in these situations what the right posture is. Well, what's the posture that Jesus has in this difficult, scary situation? The Bible says Jesus is asleep. (laughs) That's the posture that Jesus has. In this situation, and and I'm telling you, we're going to have to look to God and posture ourselves accordingly. We are going to have to look to Jesus and posture ourselves accordingly when things in life come at you and when they're not going the way you you thought they would go. And and, uh, when when we're going to have to watch this with faith and in faith, adopt the right posture. Do you know you know how much faith you got to have? To be sleep in a storm that's threatening to take you under you 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 just gotta have a type of faith that says you know mm -mm, nope I, I just I just believe what he said I know what it looks like I know it sounds crazy I know it feels crazy it doesn't make sense but I just believe what he said I I have to I have to believe what he said because if I don't believe what he said then then any, I'm not going to adopt the right posture. I'm gonna have whatever posture comes because of the situation I'm in. Now my posture is going to be situational. Now I'm going to behave according to my surroundings. Now when things are good, I'll be good. But now when I have a little adversity, my posture will reflect that. Now when I have something that come at me that I wouldn't uh, expecting, my posture will reflect that. But if my posture is busy reflecting my surroundings, you know who I'm not reflecting? I'm not reflecting Jesus. If all I reflect, if my posture only reflects the things that are in front of me that I see in my field of vision. If my posture only reflects the things that I happen to be dealing with and going on, I will not be able to properly reflect Jesus. My posture has to be such that it matches the posture of my savior so that when other people see me, they see him. That's why adopting the right posture is so vital, Is so important. I wanna give you a few things that I think will be uh, helpful as we seek to adopt this right posture in situations. Remember, we're not going on what we see, we're going on what he said. And when he said doesn't match up with what's in our field of vision, we revert back to the vision that he's giving us and we adopt that posture, his posture. So here's a couple of things we can do. The first one is this, adopt a meditative posture adopt a meditative posture what do i mean by meditative pray man put yourself in a position get down on your knees turn the lights down put yourself uh pull away from everything get in your prayer closet get in your prayer corner get go go to the take a bathroom whatever you have to do when you find your posture not matching his posture you need to pull away still away get away And put yourself in a meditative posture where you can slow down, bring yourself back to neutral. Don't allow your emotions uh, to dictate your actions. Don't allow how you feel in the moment to be the way you react or respond in the moment. Because remember, if you allow your feelings to dictate how you respond, then your posture comes with that and you, you reflect your feelings. You reflect what's going on around you. And when you reflect that stuff, you're not reflecting Christ. So sometimes we just have to pull back. We have to, listen, the Bible said man ought to always pray, right? That ought to be our our kind of natural thing that we do, that we go by. We ought to pray. And yes, we ought to make sure that we are praying. Uh, but there are times when you've prayed in the morning and, and, and you've prayed along the way and boom, something hits you. A squall comes out of nowhere, a, a furious wind comes out of nowhere. And you weren't expecting that. Sometimes you got to steady yourself, find yourself in a place where you can calm yourself, bring yourself back to neutral, adopt a meditative posture where you can pray and relax and get yourself back in a good mental frame, a mental standpoint, a mental state where you can keep reflecting God and you can hear from him on your next step put put yourself in a position where if it's if it's just putting your head down like Nelson Mandela did and reading that book Nelson Mandela probably didn't read a, a word of that book from the time that plane started shaking to the time that plane landed he probably didn't read one word but his state was to focus in on something to stay calm to keep himself in a good place and I want to tell us that sometimes that's what we have to do man and we have a savior that we can talk to Jesus is rocky, it's windy right now. I need you to steady me. Oh God, my heart's about to beat out of my chest. I'm so afraid, I'm so unsure, I'm so scared right now. Will you please, will you please calm me down? Take, Take some time and get in a meditative posture. Here's the other thing, all right? Adopt a meditative posture. The second one is this, adopt a therapeutic posture. Adopt a therapeutic posture way too often we find ourselves sinking in the same situation that sunk us before and at some point man we got to stop and think like wait, why does this keep getting me all right why, why, why am i constantly being taken down by this thing maybe maybe i need to get some therapy in that area maybe i need to be proactive and, and adopt a therapeutic prosper. I, I need to get some some therapy here. Maybe may, if it's physical, I need to get some physical therapy. You know what that might be? That might be getting up, going walking. That might be getting some exercise. That might be, uh, and, and probably is, getting in a, a routine where, I'm being physically active and I'm taking care of my body because I know what the science is on this. And if you don't know what the science is, uh, the the cure for most everything is exercise, doing some form of physical activity. It is therapeutic. Adopt a therapeutic posture. So there's physical therapy where you need to get yourself up and active and moving. There's also talk therapy where you need to sit down and talk to somebody. I don't know why this keep getting me. Maybe it's something I'm missing. I need to talk to somebody who can see around me, who can see my blind spots, who might be able to share some things with me. I need to adopt a therapeutic posture. I need to to learn um, what things that I can do to improve myself. I need to sit down and talk to somebody. I need to get some counseling. I need to go to church. I need to go. I need to get around some other people who understand that we can't go by what we see. We have to go by what he said. And I need to to get around them and get in a community that's building me up. I need to get around these folks so that I can be around some folks who who's going to help me um, in this particular therapeutic posture. Who's going to help me stand strong and do the best that I can do. I, I I need to make sure that I get in a community of folks so I can get the right type of therapeutic prospect. That's why that's why so 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 often people enjoy uh, the churches that that shout and, and throw their hands up and run around, it becomes that, watch this, it becomes the physical therapy, the rhythmic therapy, the talk therapy, it becomes all of that wrapped up in one because they feel better. The only problem with that is if they don't re- re- recognize what's going on, they'll go back and keep going in the same situation. And then Sunday just be- becomes about a therapeutic session rather than also growing and getting the word and knowing how to make sure you don't keep getting sunk. So now when you come to church, you're not just getting a therapeutic session to make you feel better now you're shouting the victory because you've overcome and that's why i think we need to make sure that we don't just just i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to get off topic here but that's why we got to make sure we don't just come to church to check a box to feel better no we got to come to church to get god so that we can always feel better even when we get in the difficult situation but oftentimes church becomes that place and there's nothing wrong with that it needs to be that place where you can be in that that therapeutic environment to adopt that therapeutic posture listen adopt a meditative posture pray bring yourself back to neutral adopt a therapeutic posture where you get the physical therapy the talk therapy uh the the community therapy that you need the counseling the talk therapy the rhythmic therapy all of that thing we need to make sure we do that stop telling people you okay when you're not okay Stop saying you're okay when you're not okay. No, you know what? I'm struggling in this area and I really need some help here. Or if you don't know him like that, be like, hey, you know, I just got some things, pray for me, but I'm looking for somebody who may be able to help me in these areas. Find it, seek it out. It will be a blessing to you. Here's the last thing I want to share with you today in adopting the right, or actually two more. The, the, The third one is this. Adopt a praise posture. There is something very therapeutic and very empowering about learning to be thankful and praising god no matter what you are going through be thankful always keep on praying and everything give thanks for this is the will of god in you it, there is something there's something so uplifting and, and such a blessing about saying, look, I see what I see. I know what has come into my field of vision. And you know what? I'm just going to thank God and praise God. I, I am I am going to worship God because he's God. Not because uh, of what he may or may not do in my life. I'm just going to worship him because he's able. I am telling you there is something so potent and so powerful about being able to praise God. So you adopt the meditative posture. You adopt the therapeutic posture. You adopt a praise and worship posture. And here's the last one. You adopt a resting posture. Listen, too often we run ourselves ragged, man. We are so tired that it, look, you put something in front of me and I can't help but to, to go by what I see because I don't have enough energy and strength to try to tap into my faith to do anything different. No, we are going to have to learn to pull back and rest. Adopt a rested posture. You better do like Jesus and grab a pillow get you a pillow i say this all the time and i believe it to be true i may as well go to sleep since jesus is gonna be up anyway S- since god gonna be up anyway i might as well give me a little rest i know the situation is there i know the si- the circumstances are there i know that it's a difficult thing that, that we're working through but i also know that staying up all night now and, and worrying and not getting any rest is not going to help me tackle it better the next day i'm going to bed And I'm telling you, I I think we have to learn to adopt this resting posture where we pull back from the thing that we're putting so much energy and effort into. And we do what we can. We do our work and then we pull back and rest and let God do his best. God does his best work when we get out of the way, man. And sometimes we have to learn to do that. So we got to adopt that resting posture. Jesus had been working. They had been ministering and then jesus gets in the boat and you know what he does He rests he goes to sleep and the disciples when all of this stuff is going on And and the the water and the waves are into the boat They look and they start freaking out and they look to jesus and they see that he is resting and instead of Adopting that same posture. They wake him up out of his sleep master. Don't you care if we perish? And what I'm telling you is if Jesus is sleep in the situation, that's because he is so sure of how the situation is going to turn out that it does not require your exasperation. It does not require your worry. It does not even require your energy. If Jesus is sleep, then you grab a pillow and get you some rest. Adopt the Savior's posture i'm telling you man as it relates to moving mountains you want to talk about getting some some peace and some rest in your soul learn to adopt the right posture you can move mountains and mountains will get out of your way they will be they will bow down they'll be cast into the sea they will not hinder or affect you but the way we're going to be able to do that is we trust what god said not what we see and we learn to adopt his posture in every situation. Man, look, I pray that something has been said today that will be a blessing to you. And I I certainly hope uh, that as we're going through this series on mountain movers, uh, that you're gaining and gleaning some things that will help you approach life in a way where you can hold on to your most holy faith. You can trust God and you can trust the vision that he has given you versus the field of vision that you have, that you see naturally. Uh, listen, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, uh, be sure to like, share, uh, uh, subscribe to it, give us a review so that others can find it and and copy and, and send it to somebody that you believe will it will be uh, a blessing to. I certainly would appreciate that. Uh, and man, let's continue to keep coming together to get on our mark. I believe the Lord wants to do great and awesome and mighty things in our lives, and we're certainly uh, going to do everything that we can to give you content to help you walk into all that. If you need us for anything, don't hesitate to reach out. And man, if this has been a blessing to you and God has landed on your heart uh, to sow a seed, man, go over to uh, UniqueLifeChurch.org and and there are some options there for you, and uh, and just let the Lord uh, use you mightily uh, as we continue to do all that we can to uplift and build his kingdom. Listen, can't wait to get Uh, together with you again on another episode of On Your Mark. Until then, know that I'm thinking about you, know that I'm praying for you, and know that I love you. God bless you, God keep you, and I love you.